Blog Talk Radio. Right now, you're singing too wild. It's gonna feel real good. Gonna make a difference. Gonna make it right. Okay, this is why I shouldn't have let y'all talk me into doing pop songs in church. Now, don't you bring all that Mariah Christina mess up in here. I don't care about hearing you. I want to hear God through you. As I turn up the collar on my favorite winter coat, this wind is blowing through my mind. I see the kids in the street with not enough to eat. Who am I to be blind, pretending not to see their need? A summer's disregard, a broken bottle top, and a one-man they follow each other on the wind, you know Cause they got nowhere to go That's why I want you to know I'm starting with the man in the mirror I'm asking him to change his ways And no message could have been any clearer If you want to make the world a better place Take a look at yourself and then make Welcome to the Lardy Miss Clardy and Company on Blog Talk Radio for April 27th, y'all, 2013. I am your host, Lardy Miss Clardy, and your co-host this evening is Strong Tower. Strong Tower, say something. Well, good to be here again. Yes, it is. And we are coming at you live in Columbus, Ohio, with good news or bad news if necessary. This is the place to be and to be heard, and we have a great show for you this evening, and tonight's topic is three strikes your That's right. Now, that's a deep subject right there, y'all. Uh-huh. And, out kind of loud. No, that's out, out, just completely out. Yeah. That's right. And it's coming, we're coming out of Exodus 32, 9 and 35. There's more of those scriptures that's coming along with that, but... Just think on those things, and I hope that you have did your homework today because we're going to need everyone's input, and everyone should be on one accord, all right? So in the meantime, um, if you have any uh, uh, problems with reverb on your phone or whatever, call back in, you know, because it may be a little uh, interruption connection on your part. Or if you are having any other uh, issues that's going on with your phone, turn your uh, volume down so that you'll be able to speak and not have a lot of reverb and different things going on or static or whatever. And um, and after we get finished with this next song, then we will be right back with uh, what we want to talk about this evening because I am very, very excited and I talk about this because uh, I believe that this is going to be a very important message for someone's ears out there, whether they are leaders in a church and uh, or leaders in their home or just, you know, being a leader in whatever that you feel that God is calling you to be in the field that you are in, and to also those helpers, those help meets, those armor bearers. This information is going to be critical, and I'm not just – Speaking to you guys, 
but this is also for me too. So I'm adhering to what the Lord is saying this evening, and I hope that you guys will too. So in the meantime, Strong Tower, can you give us a prayer, and then we're going to go to our break. Thank you for this opportunity. You need No form or fashion, personality. You are the beginning, the end, Alpha Omega. You are the author and finisher of our life. We thank you for this opportunity to speak to someone, including ourselves. You've given us a path to to march on, to walk on, and even if we have to crawl on that path sometimes, Lord, we ask you to keep us humble so that we will be able to receive your instruction and follow them to the letter so that we won't have to suffer consequences of our actions that's outside of your word. We thank you, Lord, for blessing this service and this meeting tonight and this show tonight in advance Course, you say, well, two or three are gathered together in your name, Jesus, Yeshua, that you are in the midst. And we thank you in advance. Amen. Amen. We'll be right back on the Lordy, Miss Cardi, and Company. Yeah. All the things. Stressed about every day. Glad to have one thing. Just don't change.
All right, all right. We are back on the Lardy Miss Cardi and Company on BTR. I am your host, Lardy Miss Cardi, and your co-host this evening is Strong Tower. And we are coming to you to give you a great message this evening. And I hope that, you know, all the hearers out there will will be blessed by this message. And we have a couple of guests that's going to be with us. We have one guest that um, they are both. Uh, BTR host on Blog and um, the names of these guests is Cheryl Cook, which she is from Share His Word Forever on Blog Talk Radio, and then we also have uh, Brother Renaldo Wade, which is also on Blog Talk Radio, okay, and and I also have my husband, which is Strong Tower this evening, and we're all going to... uh, come to you and have something to say concerning the account of Moses and Aaron. Now, the reason why this subject is being brought up this evening is because the Lord was showing me, uh, as I was just minding my business, reading, really, and I was coming, um, I was reading in Exodus, and just my eye fell upon this specific, uh, this specific, uh, uh, passage mm-hmm. uh, that was in Exodus 32, 9 through 35. And as I was reading, the Lord started uh, having me more closely at this particular uh, message that he wanted me to uh, see. Yeah. And I saw the accounts of Moses and Aaron and what caused them to shout by the Lord. So what I'm, I'm hoping that I don't take up too much of your time before we get absolutely into into this particular message. But I want to do a little bit of reading coming out of Exodus on, on 32, 9 through 35, okay? And uh, just bear with me, and I'm going to take you somewhere with it, okay? Now, in Exodus 32, uh, chapter 32, verse 9. And if you got out your Bibles, you know, we can all read together. And here it talks about, in verse 9 of Exodus, chapter 32, And the Lord said unto Moses, I have seen this people, and behold, it is a sickness. A sickness. Now therefore let me alone, that my wrath may wax hot against them, and that I may come consume them and I will make of thee a great nation. And Moses besought the Lord his God and said, But why do thy wrath wax hot against thy people, which thou hast brought forth out of the land of Egypt with great power and with a mighty hand? Wherefore should Egyptians speak and say, For mischief did he bring them out to slay them in the mountains and to consume them? of the earth, turn from thy fierce wrath and repent of this evil against thy people. And remember Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, thy servants, to whom thou swearest by thy own self and saidest unto them, I will multiply your seed as the stars of heaven and all this land that I have spoken of will I give unto your seed and they shall inherit it forever. And 14, it says, and the Lord repented 
of the evil which he sought to do unto his people. Now, I have did a little bit of research, okay? I'm just reading that far for right now, and then I'm going to add in. But since we're talking about this, this topic is about Moses and Aaron when Moses was on the mountain with God getting information to bring back to the children of Israel, and that was the Ten Commandments. But before he came down from the mountain, God, Yahweh, was telling Moses about the children of Israel's rebellion and what they were doing Mm -hmm. and where God uh, wanted to get rid of the children of Israel. But Moses was able to change God's mind, Uh and and he repented, okay? And as I further read through, uh, God was showing me to look closely again at Moses' disobedience for not adhering to the strict instructions God gave him. Now, for instance, or for, for example, God told Moses and shared about the Ten Commandments to the children of Israel. But instead, Moses got angry with what he saw. Now, remember, uh, God saw it first. And said that you know they was down there doing what they were doing. They had turned turned away from what God uh, commanded of them quickly, and He wanted to rid of them. But you know, uh, and then Moses, what he did was he went out and well, he said to the Lord, "Please don't do that. You know, remember what you had said. You know, and that this land would be to the children. You know, think about this, Lord. Repent from this." And the Lord did so. But when it came time for Moses to do what the Lord wanted him to do, instead of him going down there and talking to the children of Israel about the Ten Commandments, he got mad and he threw the Ten Commandments down. And then he turned around after he got finished with that talk with Aaron because Aaron, you know, was swayed by the people because they hadn't seen Moses for so long, Mm -hmm. you know, to help them to build a a golden calf, Uh all right? And then from that point on, um, and Aaron did it, and and, and it was interesting because when Moses came out to talk to Aaron about what he had did, now Aaron is beseeching Moses like Moses was beseeching God not to wipe out, you know, against the people. Because he know how they are. And, you know, so what Moses did was he separated the people, found out who's for God and who isn't. And, you know, Levites went over there with Moses and the others was on the other side. And then Moses went further and decided to say to the to the Levites, now kill all of them on the other mm-hmm. side, sisters, cousins, whatever. They don't, they can't live. Okay. And, and they went on ahead and did those things. Now, you know, after after the account of those two things that Moses had done, and then Aaron jacked up with his, you know, not having good judgment uh, uh, to build this calf, um, it goes on further into the Bible, and I'll take you into where, uh, where in uh, Exodus 27, well, 32 and 27, mm-hmm. where when he said unto them, Thus saith the Lord of Israel, put every man his sword by his side, and go in and out from the gate to the gate throughout the camp, and slay every man his brother, and every man his companion, and every man his neighbor. And the children of Levi did according to the word of Moses. And there fell of the people about that day about 3,000 men. Now, 
And then uh, after he did that, and then Moses said, consecrate yourselves. This is in verse 29 in uh, Exodus 32, verse 29. For Moses has said, consecrate yourselves today to the Lord, and even every man upon his sons and upon his brothers, that they may bestow upon you a blessing this day. And it came to pass on the morrow that Moses said to the people, ye have sinned a great sin, and now I will go up unto the Lord, peradventure I shall make an atonement for your sin. Okay, and then it goes down into 31. And Moses returned unto the Lord and said, Oh, this people have sinned a great sin and have made them gods of gold. Yet now, if thou wilt forgive their sins, and if not, blot me, I pray thee, out of thy book which thou hast written. And the Lord said unto Moses, Whosoever has sinned against me, him will I blot out of my book. Therefore, now go lead the people unto the place which I have spoken unto thee, and behold, my angel shall go before thee. Nevertheless, in the day when I visit, I will visit their sin upon them. And the Lord plagued the people because they made the calf which Aaron made. Now, I'm making a point there when I say which Aaron made because that was one of the judgments mm-hmm. that uh, Aaron, you know, yeah, he was he was a helper yeah, to the leader. One the yeah, one of the leaders, but nevertheless, he, he had a part to play in this. And still God plagued the people anyway. But to go on to, to tell you that this is given... This is given to all the leaders that are listening and all the helpers, whether they are, like I said, armor bearers, Mm -hmm. you know, wives to husbands, you know, whatever your leading is and you say that you're being led by God. People that are influenced. Right. That's right. What What this topic is about is about when God gives you instructions. You're not supposed to twist what the Lord tell you to do because you, the man, or you, the woman, that's hearing from God, and this is, you know, uh, you're gonna you're gonna do it your way, even though God told you to do it a specific way. Because we know that if you do that, everybody gets in trouble. Not only just you, the leader, but also the helpers that are with you. Because you know, I can understand in a way how the leaders, you know, uh, is supposed to be hearing from God, and then you got the helpers and the help trusting that the leaders will do their part. But the helpers have a part to do is when the leader is gone, they are supposed to adhere to the instructions and not to be swayed by the people in no kind of way. And a leader, when the leader is being told something to do from God, they are not supposed to do it their way even though they did it. So I am going to go on to speak about what those accounts were, okay? Now, before I go on, I am going to put on the air both Cheryl Cook from Share His Word Forever. Cheryl, are you there? Yes, I am. Hi, Wendy. Hi, Strong Tower. Hi, how are you? And Brother Ronaldo Wade, are you there? 
I'm here. Good evening. How are how are Good evening. God bless you. Thank God you both you. for coming on. Yes, yeah, thank you for coming on to the show because this is where I am going to now need both of your help along with my <laughs> husband, Strong Tower, to get this work forth to the hearers uh, that are going to hear because this is a very serious subject for those that, you know, that are saying that they are in the Lord and that they are listening. Lord, can you hear me okay? I'm hearing you fine. Okay. Now, if we have any problems with the Internet or whatever, you know, just stay online and uh, I will fix it as quickly as possible. And any hearers that's online, don't go anywhere uh, because we have, you know, um, problems or anything, they will get fixed and we will keep right on going. So I am going to place a, uh, first, I want to be able to say, why was Moses and and Aaron allowed into the promised land? And why the children of Israel, the first generation, couldn't go either? And There were three accounts, and I spoke of two already that came from Moses when he broke the commandment that God told him not to do. And then the second one was uh, when he killed all of, you know, the other side of the people that that was against God. Now, God never told him to do all those things. That was what God was supposed to be doing that he asked God to do. But he ended up doing it too himself, okay? And then Aaron turned around where his first was to uh, to build the golden calf for the people because the people didn't know if Moses was ever going to come back or no. And he was swayed to do it, so he did it. And then the second time that Aaron had his mistake was when... Uh, Let's see. His second mistake came in a failure of good judgment was where he displayed at Hezra when he and Miriam spoke out against Moses for a Cushite Ethiopian woman. And once again, the Lord vindicated Moses and punished Miriam, who had led the minor rebellion with the leprosy. That was in Numbers 12, 1 through 16. Now, after Moses acknowledged his and Miriam's error, at the intercession of Moses, they were forgiven by God. Yes, and that's another thing, too. You can be forgiven, but if there were certain things that you were not supposed to be a part of or wasn't supposed to say or do, and, you know, and you're being looked at as a leader, you know, you are held accountable. And so even though you be forgiven by God, who gives all the punishments out, you know, eventually you're going to have to get a spanking anyway. And so the last of the account of both Aaron and Moses was dealing with the uh, the strike of the rock at Mirabah, okay? That was the third strike that I saw made by the both of them, okay? And it was here in Numbers 20, uh, verse 20, uh, verse uh, uh Um, Chapter 20, verse 8, and the Lord told Moses, take the staff and you and your brother Aaron, gather the assembly together, speak to that rock before their eyes, 
and it will pour out its water. You will bring out water out the rock for the community so that they and their livestock can drink. Now, Numbers uh, chapter 29, verses 9 through 11, records Moses' response as this. So Moses took the staff from the Lord's presence, just as he commanded him. He and Aaron gathered the assemblies in front of the rock, and Moses said to them, Listen, you rebels, must we bring you water out of this rock? Then Moses raised his arm and struck the rock twice with his staff. Then the water gushed out, and the community and their livestock drank. And in Numbers 20 and 12, give us the Lord's response. And the Lord said, the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, because you did not trust in me enough to honor me as holy in the sight of the Israelites, you will not bring this community into the land I give them. Now, with that to say, I am saying, now, God gave only two instructions. Get the staff, you and Aaron, go down and speak to the rock, and the water and the water will come out the rock. But what Moses did was twisted what God wanted him to do in his own words, and called the and went to talk to the people and called them out their name, and then turned around and you know and and then struck the rock twice, something that he wasn't supposed to do. And Aaron sat there and allowed it to happen. How many times do our helpers, you know, in, in a situation, knowing that uh, instructions was put this way, but, you know, we didn't uh, stop the leader from saying the stuff that he was saying and just going ahead and, and, and just do what you're going to do, and then everybody get in trouble. So my, my question to both of you, uh, Cheryl and uh, Brother Wade, um, what do you think about this topic and what is being said? Because all I see is that the Lord is sick and tired of our leaders and the leaders' helpers. I don't care what they are. They can be uh, uh, armor bearers or whatever they call calling themselves, helpers of the husbands or helpers of the wives or whatever this is, or people helping each other. You know, but if you're saying that you are of the Lord and you're listening to the Lord, why, you know, why Moses and Aaron was twisting, or why did Moses twist what God uh, commanded him to do with specific instructions to do? Why did he do that? <laughs> so which one are you ready for? We're I don't care. Go. Speak up. Yeah, we, yeah ladies first. Okay, <laughs> ladies first. Okay, thank you for being a gentleman. Ladies first. <laughs> well, come on, come on, come on, amen. Okay, one of the things when I look at when I read that text is that I see that first of all we got to look at verse eight. God did not tell Moses, or his name is Moshe. He did not tell him to strike the rock. He told him to speak to the rock. He didn't. He didn't tell him to hit the rock. One of the things is that we have to understand is that when we're under leadership, and that's the leadership of the Lord, we can't do it our way in any, uh, in, in any way that we would want to do it. And so God, 
being who he is, said, it's thinking. I can't let Moses do this. If I allow Moses to do this, then he sh- it's like you're showing off in front of the rest of your sisters and brothers. They're not, they are not going to regard me as high leadership because I told you to speak to the rock, but instead you struck the rock. We have to do exactly what God tells us to do. Now, when you look at the lesson, you, you, you'll see that in all that Moses is calling these people, all you rebellious people and all that, can you imagine how Moses is feeling? Moshe is feeling all through this. He's been with these people for years. They have worn him out. He's been up and down with the Lord with them. I don't even Oh, God, uh, I'm killing you all. The man is playing war out. And so when we let our human side come against what the Father has told us, and a lot of times we have to pay the consequences before uh, God allows us to do anything else. Plus another thing is the people really loved Moses. God will never let a human outshine him. He had to show the people also Moses is human, just like you are. Moses will fail because God, the rabbi told us one time, he said, you know what? God expects us to fail. That's why in advance he sent us Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus Christ, so that we right. it would already be taken care of in advance. The Jewish people have a saying that goes, first the answer, then the problem. That's why a lot of people don't understand their uh, personal prophecies when they get them, because, oh, they missed it, this, not me. First the answer, then the problem. So God knew, even um, from Genesis, I think it starts in Genesis chapter 3, that by how the serpent would bruise his, bruise his head, that's our first account of Yeshua coming into the world because God knew that these things would happen. Uh, uh, Yeshua said, my sheep know my voice, and none other when they, will they follow. We have to have king discernment. We can't go back wishy-washy, it. well, I'm going to do it this way, or I'm not going to do this that way. Our first Head is not to a man or a woman. I don't care what position they're in. Our first allegiance is to the Father and doing what He says and knowing what He says to do is right because God is all-knowing. He made you. He made a strong tower. He made Brother Renato, and He knows us better than anybody else does. And so God knew, okay, Moses, I appreciate everything you did for me. But, son, you are not going to enter the promised land because of what you did. If I let you slide with this, Moses, then I have to let everybody else slide when they disobey me as well. That's right. That's right. Brother Ray, what do you think about this? Thank you. Thank you, Cheryl. We're not finished. We're not finished. Amen. Praise God. Kingdom blessings to each and every one of you that is here by divine appointment. And um, what, um, glory to God, and what Sister Cook was stating, amen, Mm -hmm. um, is very accurate, amen. And this is a thing also that we have to keep in mind, is that each one of us, amen, is assigned a particular task for God's will and purpose. 
you mm-hmm. see, and and you know when Moses got them to as close as possible, and he let him see the promised land, that was it. His assignment is over. Mm-hmm. And, and that yeah. is a that that is a, a lot of things that's happening in the congregation today is that the leaders uh they know what your spiritual gifts are, but they don't let you exercise them because they have to stay there with them out. Mm-hmm. And, and and this is the thing that God had to do um to show amen the example to Moses, um to Moshe is that I have to make him an example. God mm-hmm. makes an example out of each and every one of us. And mm-hmm. Will in his purpose. Mm-hmm. And, and, and people want to shine. They want all to shine. They want Thank you. Um, yes, exactly. you know, they want to be in the limelight. They think this is Hollywood. You know, this gospel mm-hmm. is real. This gospel mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. you know, people can't see it. You're not supposed to see it. It's the it's the things that are unseen that's eternal. So mm-hmm. amen. So so the Lord had to remove Moshi. Look, you've done your job. You've mm-hmm. done what you were supposed to do. God had already raised up a warrior to take mm-hmm. him over. Yeah. Moses mm-hmm. could not have went over there because he did not have a war mentality. Absolutely. That's right. The thing was, he had a anger management problem. There you go. Now watch this. Now watch this. The reason why he broke the commandments was because he waxed hot when he saw the people. Watch this. In retrospect, whenever we break a commandment, guess what? We're breaking it because we're doing it out of anger. I want to feel why. I want to why because I'm angry. I want to feel why because that I don't have and I'm waxing hot. Same mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. God could not have used Moshi for this level of taking them mm-hmm. over to take the land. No, I will get you there. Mm-hmm. Now that mm-hmm. you have did what you're supposed to do, now it's time for you to leave. The Bible says in the book of um, Psalms, it says, yes, a person will go to their number of days. Afterwards, leave the leadership to the next person. Mm-hmm. That's right. So watch this. New covenant. Jesus did not tell the disciples or Yahushua HaMashiach. I love mm-hmm. that name, amen, because that's the Hebraic and correct name. But yeah. Chris, the, he said to the disciples, he did not say go and make uh, church members. He, never he sure did. did. That's right. So he mm-hmm. sure didn't. Come on with it. So, so with that in mind, Moshe, amen, was used to lead the people to where they needed to go. He mm-hmm. That was it. His time was up. God couldn't use it. He needed somebody with more obedience, with strict mm-hmm. morals, um, who was going to listen to his voice correctly and mm-hmm. feel. And he had to be younger than Moshe. Moshe right. was the 20 when he died, amen. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the Lord took him up. So he needed, so he was raising up Joshua. Joshua, when Moses and them would leave the tent of the meeting, Joshua yeah. was behind getting further instructions mm, from God. You see him there from Yahuwah. So that way, when he told him, now the spirit that is rested upon Moshe, it is now upon you. Now you mean to tell me you didn't put the spirit of Moshe upon mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. God was unstoppable when he mm-hmm. went over. Okay. Mm-hmm. Israel went over and they took whatever the Lord told him. He told him to be strong and courageous. That's, mm-hmm. That's right. That told Moses that. Because Moses mm-hmm. would have got scared of the people, just like Aaron did. Mm-hmm. Yep. You and see. you 
know so, what? And that is that is so true. Go ahead, brother Wade. Go ahead. Are you, and another thing, oh, go ahead, go ahead, I'm sorry. I was just going to say, you know, another thing that's written in the book of Jacob, or James as some may call it, is that um, the Bible says that we are epistles to be read of men. So if we're epistles to be read of men, epistle means letter, what are people seeing about us? We are right. to have the fruit of the Spirit according to the book of Galatians. And not, uh, the Bible says, Philip, be filled not with anger, be ye angry and sin not. And, and, and yeah. that means God knows you're going to get mad. I know you're even going to get angry, God says. But don't let it go beyond anything that I have called you to do, whereby this anger makes you sin. He wants you to stay within the fruits of the Spirit because we cannot let people wear us out. Sometimes God will send us people to mentor, people to help. The adversary will will step in and let them wear us out. And therefore, the assignment that they've had and everything else is all messed up. We can't let anybody, I don't care who it is, wear us out and and pull us away from the assignment that God has it. That's why I tell a lot of women, well, you know, this guy likes me and all this kind of stuff and different things like that. Okay, is he pulling you more to the Lord or is he pulling you away from the Lord? If he's pulling you away from the Lord, then you better take a second look to see if this is really from the Father. Because the lessons that Yeshua HaMashiach taught his taller dean was that you are my my sheep, you're my sheep, and we know the sheep sometimes get in trouble. They go out, there and people say that they're lazy and that they act like they don't have a mind of his own, a mind of their own. But he said that he's the good shepherd, and that he watches over us as being his sheep. Yes. Okay, I am going to take a small pause, and then we will be right back, and we're going to bring Brother Wade to speak once again. But my thing is, what if Jesus did not come when he did? Could you Mm. imagine living in the time of Moses, where Mm -hmm. Moses disregarded the commands of God, Yahweh, and Mm -hmm. was told that he could could see the promised land, but Mm -hmm. you won't be going. As close as Moses was to God, Yahweh, Moshe, was still held accountable. Mm -hmm. Is it good when Jesus, it was good, Mm -hmm. and is good when Jesus, Yahshua, came or we all will be still walking around in the wilderness. Because, you know, hey, you know, because my question to Brother Wade is going to be, who was that angel that God sent? Before motion, okay? Mm -hmm. And we will be right back. Don't go nowhere. If you want to be in on this call, you can call in at the call-in number of 347-884-8684. That number again is 347-884-8684. All right? And we will be right back. Brother Renato, are you still there? I'm here. Oh, it's glad to meet you. I didn't think that. I was just talking to you on Facebook the other day. I know that. I was telling Amen. Amen. <laughs> 
put my foot in Gonna let it go up to my knee Gonna let it go down to my thigh And I ain't gonna put it one no more Barbershop Harmony, that's cool, right? We got some new hip-hop in Monte Carlo, Georgia for y'all tonight. Yo, Brig, I'm sick of packing all these nines, slaying dimes and smoking all the marijuana. Chilling with pretty mamas from Havana in the Bahamas. Plus, demons trying to see me hot like I'm in the sauna. And I'm just trying to get to loose, kind of like Madonna. Oh, everybody I know, tell them it's time to go. Me and BZ in the six folks, sitting real low. Stop the road to the riverside, put that liquor to the side. Ain't no need for getting high, stay alive, stay alive. Be a little 
you know, a little modern in, yeah. in, in the way that I do things, you know. That's Find out what the fish eats on and <laughs> throw it on out there and pull them on in. But, you know, at this point, you know, hey, it, it's so hot. You know, I had to put on some hot music, okay? I knew it was going to be fire going on. So here we are. All right. So back to the show on Three Strikes You Out. And them Three Strikes You Out is just basically, it just depends on what type of team you on, okay? Because, you know, depending on what kind of team you on, that's what that's where, where the three strikes come in at, depending on who's your helpers on the team. Because you can be a winning team if you're on the winning side, and the winning side is being on the Lord's side, you know. So, uh, getting to back to the to the to the topic that we're on, and and Brother Wade, yeah. I wanted to ask this question uh, before I put Strong Tower on uh, about who was that angel that God or Yahweh had sent uh, before Moses. And what's the word again for Moses? What's his true name? Moshe? Moshe, yes. Moshe, okay. And See, I'm a baby at this, but I'm willing to learn, okay? I am here to learn. Wendy, I'm going to tell you, I don't have to serve it. Wendy, I I was going to tell you, I don't have to say anything else. I'm learning from Brother Ray myself. <laughs> All right. Yeah. No, we are on here to he learn. Okay. Right. <laughs> hey, God bless Again, I want to thank you both for being yeah. on the show with us and helping us with this message to the people. Brother Ray, I just want you to, uh, you know, to just let the people hear who was this angel that the that the Lord Yahweh sent before Moses. Amen. Um, the thing about it that we we really have to clearly understand, and I wanted to say this before we talked about that, because I wanted to expound on what Sister Cook was saying um, before okay. um, before we shifted into that. Was that okay? Come on, I'm ready. Uh, amen. Uh, okay, amen. Is is that when we look inside of the word inside the scripture, when we read in Hosea, um, Hosea chapter four, and um, and, um, it, it particularly says my people are destroyed for their lack of knowledge because they have rejected yeah. the knowledge. Also, I will reject thee, that they shall be no yeah. priest to me. He is talking to the leaders. Mm-hmm. Amen. The, the, the leaders, amen. amen. The Lord gives them knowledge and wisdom and understanding to give to the sheep. And mm-hmm. as a result, the leaders do not shift that over to the sheep. Later mm-hmm. on, you see in verse 9, it says, and they shall be like people, like priests. This is why the sheep are wandering around the, the way that they are, because the leaders aren't doing mm-hmm. what they were supposed to do. Mm-hmm. See what right. And then people have to also understand that the leaders have a stronger accountability. They have. Exactly. Uh, they, they do. Uh, The book of James, chapter 3, verse 1, it says that they will fall into greater condemnation. So you have a a lot of leaders. They they want the glamour, and and they want the fame and the fortune, the tithes and offerings and all that. But they fail to realize that they will suffer the greater condemnation if they don't Mm -hmm. do what God tells them to do. That's right. Right. You you see, so... what What about those... Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, no. Go what ahead. about those lead? Uh, what about the leaders? Um, 
uh, uh, armor bearers. I mean, because they, they're helpers. I mean, they're making themselves, you know, where they're getting them coffee now and all this other stuff. But, you know, the true, the true helping uh, to, to, uh, to help the leader, explain a little bit about, you know, the armor bearers, what their job really supposed to be, and that, you know, they're held accountable because we see that even in the accountability of Moses, that Aaron, which was supposedly to be not only his, um, his uh, uh, you know, um, person that he was, yeah, helping, his, his but he yeah. was considered a leader, too, as like his backup, you know, like, you know, supposed to have second his back. Second in command. Yeah, second in command. Tell us, you know, a little bit about that, because uh, I'll be seeing a couple things going on in church where, you know, the armor bearers, you know, are, are armor bearers. So, you know, if Aaron got in trouble, you know, there's got to be something for, you know, for the for the second in command. The, um, the thing about that is that they are also held accountable. The, the word says that we're um, placed according to different or they would say diver or various um, administrations. Mm-hmm. Amen. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, we have to make sure we have to make our election sure. Amen. Mm-hmm. Whatever okay. the Lord has placed us in, then we're supposed to perform that in excellence. Mm-hmm. Amen. Right. Um, I did a teaching last week on the difference between excellence and excuses. Um, mm-hmm. Excuses, mm-hmm. only thing excuses do right. is cover up the real thing. It's, it's mm-hmm. a, it's a, um, it's a fictitious reasoning to cover up mm-hmm. the real reason. And mm-hmm. you know, so so when the Lord gives us an assignment to do, we're supposed to perform that in excellency. Amen. So yeah, that's right. Um, that's right. Aaron did not do this. Amen. Um, you know, no, when, when um, uh, watch this, as a child, remember when we were children and when our parents would go somewhere, we felt it was time mm-hmm. to act up. Come on, y'all, let's, let, let's cut yeah. up. Oh, yeah, we remember that well. Right, right. And we used to cut up. Now, I was, amen, I was the babysitter for my younger brother and sister. So I'm Aaron in this case. So mm-hmm. when my, now I'm in charge. I'm second in command. I'm in charge. Now, yeah. if my mother comes back and and the house is in disarray, I am in trouble. Yep. You are in trouble. I'm in trouble. <laughs> That's right. I, That's your end up. Because I let the house get out of, um, you know, I let it go into disarray. Same mm-hmm. thing when Moshe went up to be with God, to speak with him, you know, on the mountain. Aaron yeah. was supposed to tell the people, you know what, hey, you, you got to calm down. Moshe will be right, right. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, in charge. I'm the high, I'm the spokesman. Amen. Mm-hmm. Right. Did, what he did was that he gave in to the people. Leaders and armor bears, armor, the armor bears are not supposed to give in to the people either. Amen. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a, right. Watch this. Let's say I have an armor bear. I have my hotel room. He has his own hotel room. And what happens is that he has the key to my room, but he lets somebody, amen, um, a female, he lets them into my room. He is going to be held accountable for his actions because he's mm-hmm. to, that's right. He, I, if I carry the word, he's supposed to he's supposed to protect the word. Mm-hmm. That's what the armor bear does. The armor bear is supposed to ride or die with that leader. Mm-hmm. That's right. Watch this. If the leader falls out of line, that armor bear does have that right to rebuke him. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. 
Because what rebuke does is that it keeps you out of the fire. It keeps you out of the line of fire. Right. You're supposed to rebuke in love. Amen. Remember, Mm -hmm. always did it with Peter. He rebuked him, but he rebuked him in love because I can't. Got to Mm -hmm. let, amen, the manifestation of my government come into play. So I got to stay on you. Same thing here. What it does, it keeps us focused on the vision that that God has gave to the leader and to that armor bearer. Um, The armor bearer is supposed to be hip to hip with that particular leader. Amen. Mm-hmm. Everything that you say, Amen. if it's of God, I'm supposed to agree. Remember, there was times when um, Josh did not agree with what Moshe was doing. Right. Because sure like, oh, they just don't feel right. Mm-hmm. You know? But Moshe was telling, uh, remember when the 72 elders, they were supposed to go into the tent of the meeting. 70 went, and the other two was around prophesying in the camp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remember Joshua went back and told Moshe, hey, what are those two doing? You know, we got to get them. But Moshe said, you know what, we need more of them like that. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so he tell Joshua, it's okay. You know? Mm-hmm. So, you know, so this is the thing that I see a lot of in the um, congregation today, is that you see a lot of armor bearers letting the leaders do illegal action in the kingdom, and they let it slide, and they supposed to rebuke them. If they catch their leader with another woman, they're supposed to say, come on, let's go. You know, mm-hmm. that's, that's right. Mm-hmm. Look what uh, happens. Watch this. Look what happens over in New York City with our dear brother from Florida. Amen. He dies, amen, in the hotel room, and there's residue. Where are your armor bears at? Mm-hmm. Where are the armor you bears? Know, that's, you know, that's, that's really, you know, uh, and and this is why you know it was important and imper- impertinent for me to do what the Lord told me to do to bring this particular message to the show. And I knew I wasn't going to be able to do this by myself, so mm-hmm. I knew that the Lord I said, "Now, Lord, I said, now you had me to, you know, I need some spokesmen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying some people that'll be able to actually help me to bring this forth." And and I am so blessed to to, to hear this. You know, and the way that the Lord has for it to be uh, said for the people to understand what their role is when they're talking about being uh, uh, leaders or being a spokesman or whatever they want to call it for God. And just as I am on this radio show right now, I am held accountable for everything that is being said You know, if I don't say it the way that the Father has given for it to be said or to be done. And it was to bring you guys onto the show to help out, you know, with this subject. And I am very, very happy. And if the people don't hear this, something's wrong, you know. Well, basically, I I just wanted to say, too, uh, what uh, Brother Wade was talking about, Sometimes the armor bearer, the person they're with, is also acting in their as their mentor, whether they know it or not, because they are observing everything that that person is doing, supposedly according to the uh, word of God. They're watching uh-huh. them, everything they say, everything they do, because sometimes we learn more about people when we keep our mouths shut than when we yes. talk. So as yes. they observe them, they are learning more and more 
about that person. But there has to also be a balance. I love a young man who was the armor bearer to his pastor. His wife was getting ready to have their baby. He told the pastor, called him, I'm at the hospital with my wife. She's getting ready to deliver any time now. He said, I don't care. You get over here right now and let one of those sisters come over there and be with your wife in the hospital. Now, was the man going on a trip? Was he going somewhere out of town where he really needed him? No. He was at the church just going to do a regular sermon. Because we also have to know, because Joshua watched Moses. He had a high respect for him. And if that person does not have a high respect for that individual, and it works both mm-hmm. ways on, on the person's side and the armor bearer's mm-hmm. side, um, mm-hmm. it won't work. Because when you do the follow-up, when you study on an armor bearer, an armor bearer actually wore the armor for the person that, that they were with. In other words, yes. I'll take the blows for you. That's the armor. I'll take the blows for you. That's what right. I had on uh, yes. the other person. And the armor bearer was actually willing to lay down their life for that particular person that they were with. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Mother Cheryl, and thank you, Brother Way. Now a question or the subject is going to turn and go over here to my loving husband, Strong Tower, to have a part in in, in this particular uh, topic that's being said. Uh, Strong Tower, what is it that you want to say in this as well? I am really enjoying service. I call this a service mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. tonight. The Lord is in the midst. Brother is wonderful. The sister is even more wonderful because she came first. We want to give these sisters as much props as they can because a lot yes. of us brothers have fallen short. And yes. it's good to hear that some other brothers are standing up for the real yes. thing. But we have to be very careful that our loyalties are not in the wrong places. Now, yes. we have examples of leadership and we have uh, examples of wrong loyalties. Just if you have a lot of something mm-hmm. that I belong to and used to belong to. That if pastor wasn't there, the people didn't want to show up either. They didn't want to hear anybody exactly. else teaching but pastor. And they didn't care whether the pastor was there or not. And I did time. I did 15 years in prison. And there was some pastors in there. And, and he, they said that the congregations wasn't going to get another pastor until they came out. They don't know whether the man was guilty or whether he repented or what. They just want to be with him. They'll go through thick and thin with him. And this subject about uh, three strikes you out led my mind to a baseball game. You know, we know that the baseball game is done on what we call a diamond. A diamond represents something that's uh, eternal as far as man is concerned. It lasts a long time. And the similarities are, are, are biblical in some ways. We start out on home plate, and then we have an adversary pitching uh, curveballs and, and fastballs and balls that look like they'll drop on you in a second. And we're standing there, and it's, not, it's our turn at bat. Now, we just we're standing at this at home plate, you know, and we got to run all the way around to get back to home. Why can't we stay home? Why can't mm-hmm. we just, you know why? Because it's part of the game that has been established. When we, when that pitcher throws that ball, which is the adversary, we have a choice whether to swing at those balls or not, okay? And that comes from coaching. The manager has the manager, if the spirit of the mm-hmm. manager taught us the right decisions that need to be made. And then sometimes when we get to first base, we think we got it made. Oh, we're gonna, oh I'm here, I, 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 you know. 
Uh, he didn't strike me out, but we were on first base. Then we're going to steal second base, and we're still, you know, oh, I got it made. And we get to third base, and we can just keep home plate. And I think this is where Moses was. He thought he could just keep home, and he felt like he just, he, he was it. And I made it all the way around, and the catcher behind me was trying to sneak in some, some kind of plays that would uh, get me all messed up to the pitcher that was throwing his, the balls at me, and I'm on third, and I'm ready to go home. And guess what? You take a chance. Before the man throws the next pitch, you're going to try to run on in because one ball got flipped around some kind of way, and you get struck, you get counted out. It's more than one way to get counted out, and it's not left of us to determine whether that person's out or not, okay? As far as I'm concerned, as long as you're breathing and your heart is ticking, God is giving you a chance. Now, when you decide and go into what we call a reprobated mind where you nobody can tell you anything, that's why I sit as quiet as I could possibly be because I knew I was getting knowledge. Uh-huh. I knew I was getting wisdom. And, and why do we always try to find the differences in one another? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Why can't we find the similarities? Because the scripture says if you're not against me, you're for me. So why are we so, why you got a church on every corner uh, and everybody's telling the truth? That sounds like there's something wrong. What's wrong with that? Can someone answer that question? Why is the church on every corner and everybody is preaching the truth? Mm. Well, brother, mm. not on my you know, because he's uh, away. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, you know, and you know, as y'all know it by now, you know, I'm I'm gonna come straight from the hip, straight from the exactly. word. Amen. And this, come on. And mm-hmm. Paul Paul says this. Paul says there should be no division among, among you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's that we're right. supposed to be under the same judgment and of the same mind. Okay, so with that um, being um, established, the Lord, when he comes for his, quote, church, he's not coming Mm -hmm. for a church with four walls. He don't Mm -hmm. want that. He's coming coming for a nation. He's coming for a peculiar people. He's coming, amen, for a people who have been obedient and faithful. The reason that I feel, amen, that we have... seven different churches on five different blocks within a two-mile radius is is because of the fact that, um, you know, like you said, you, you might have one church that preaches prosperity. You might have another church that preaches progressive. Not every church, amen, in America is teaching the truth. Let's watch this. About out of those seven churches within that five-block radius, probably is only one that probably teaches the truth and the other ones are teaching a lie. Amen. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm, I'm telling you, um, you know, and then they wonder how come, you know, this particular church has seven um, disciples. This one has 13. Put them together. Mm-hmm. Put all mm-hmm. the seven together. Exactly. Amen. And then have yeah. a fellowship together. But see, mm-hmm. it's too many. Watch this, my brother, Strong Tower. It's too many chiefs and not of Indians. We need to submit ourselves to God. We need to reconcile yes. to him, and we need to build yes. together. You know, let's say each one of us had a congregation. We need to have a meeting. Let's sit at the table. You know, hey, how about right, let's talk about it. Just like the apostles. They came, mm-hmm. they sat That's down, right. and they have meetings, and they say, you know what? It's not about who preaches. That don't mm-hmm. what matter. It's, mm-hmm. you know, and that's why mm-hmm. there's different churches because everybody want to preach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, anybody can get behind a pulpit, but it's about your fruit after you come from behind that pulpit. What exactly. are you? Right. 
What are you doing for the homeless? What are you doing for mm-hmm. the homeless? That's right. Amen. That's right. your preaching comes in. So mm-hmm. a lot of people right. want to hide behind that pulpit and behind that building instead of coming on out and hitting these streets and telling the people, you know, hit these street corners and tell these um, prostitutes and these drug dealers, come on, man, I know a man. Y'all need mm-hmm. to pop Take you up out of here. I know Can somebody. I have, uh, to add to that. Delivery. That's wonderful. So, so, uh, so what we're talking about. Go ahead, my. What we've been talking about today is is it laid out a blueprint of what was to come. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was to happen? The people who knew the Lord and who had strayed away from Him because of gold and because of popularity and because of this and because of that. This was a blueprint for us to look at. So you have some people say, well, why since Jesus, uh, Yeshua came, why do we go into the Old Testament? We don't really need that. The Old Testament is a, it's a, a map. It shows us in many cases what not to do, okay, mm-hmm. what not to do. So that's why it's good to read the whole Bible. You know, we know that uh, uh, salvation, we can get the salvation you need out of New Testament, out of Jesus teaching the Holy Ghost, and it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. But the Old Testament has something to tell us as well. As Jesus said, I didn't come to destroy the Old Testament. I, I came to what? Fulfill it. Fulfill it. Make it come alive. Yeah. So we mm-hmm. have to put it all together. Now, a lot of the tradition that was done in the Old Testament that we no longer do. Right. The Holy mm-hmm. Ghost will lead us. Let us know what is necessary and what is not necessary. Watch this. Okay. I want to say I, I want to say this, and then I'm gonna shift it over to Sister Cook. Please excuse me, Sister Cook. I, I told you. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm not there. We have a fun on this is awesome. Uh, relaxing. Got the ring chill. Wonderful. My brother, he struck a nerve in my spirit. Watch this. Mm-hmm. The, the reason why people don't want, I mean, they don't want to do the is because they don't want to submit their flesh to God. Now, watch this. Watch this. Watch this. The old covenant, you know, the the Torah was established. When Yahusha HaMashiach walked on this planet, he is the Torah. Mm -hmm. See, that's why he fulfilled it, because he is the Torah. Mm -hmm. Second, um, in the book of um, Romans, chapter 2, Paul writes and says, which is one outwardly, say Jew, which is one So the circumcision in your heart, in the spirit, no longer in the flesh. what it says in the word. We are Hebrew Israelites on the We no longer have to sacrifice the lamb. He was that sacrificial lamb. We no longer have to go outside the tent of the meetings and do all of that because he mm-hmm. fulfills that. Only thing we have to do now, guess what? The temple is us, our body. Mm-hmm. That's, That's right. right. Tell the truth. Yes, Tell right. the truth. That's awesome. Right, so Go ahead. Body, go ahead. Look, you, I so now we don't have to go to a church to go to the altar. No, the altar is our hearts. So mm-hmm. That's right. Honest and truthful, and bring forth true repentance. Salvation comes about. The Bible says that mm-hmm. godliness leads to repentance, which in turn comes to salvation. So mm-hmm. it gotta That's be right. God, God's grace, and He gotta feel sorry for you first. He has to mm-hmm. feel sorry for you, and then you feel that in your heart, and then you bring forth true repentance, and that leads you 
to salvation. And this mm-hmm. is wonderful. This is something that is not being taught in the congregation. That it's your heaven. That we have to teach the people. It's a process with um, salvation. It's a process that must take place. Yeah. You would not be able to get saved cold turkey. Some of the things mm-hmm. you wish, there are other things that are so rooted inside of you that the yeah. Holy Ghost has to yeah. cut circumcise that off of you. And it's going to take time yeah. for that. You got chills going. I got chills all over my body. Go ahead, my brother. Go ahead, sister. I'm sorry. Well, one of the things I wanted to say is what you were saying about the people. People are seeking more fame than anything else. The first thing when you hear people, women, men, and women of God come together is how many times have you been on Christian television? How many books have you written? How many um, times have you been on the radio and different things like that? God's not looking at those things. It's God is the one who promotes you. We're not looking for fame. We're just trying to get the world together before the return of Yeshua. Uh, we got to uh, be able to read his word because, like I told the rabbi, I'm going to teach right or not at all because the Bible says that we are going to be held accountable for everything that we teach. A lot of people That's say right. that the um, Tanakh and the Torah is dead, that that was the law for back then. But Torah actually means teaching and instruction. So whenever you read that word law, in the uh, Old Covenant, substituted with teaching and instruction. Because when you read the Word, you'll see that every scripture Yeshua quoted from was from the uh, Old Covenant. The New Covenant hadn't been written yet. Everything he said reflects back on that. Shaul Paul had not written all the uh books that he was going to write, and the books that they write, that they wrote, that we now call the Bible, they didn't write it in terms of, I would write this and one day it's going to be called the Bible. No, they wrote it as letters to different churches as to how they were supposed to act. Paul wrote how they were supposed to conduct themselves, and that's the same thing that Adonai was trying to show Moshe in that they came to the promised land. Because they had a promised land that they were trying to get to, and we, too, have a promised land that we're trying to get to. uh, Yeshua said, I go to prepare a place for you. And so in order to do that, um, he set up the fivefold ministry, which Paul did not set it up. If If you study, you will see that the apostle, prophets, evangelists, Pastors and teachers were already in place in the old covenant. Paul just didn't think of it once he said, I think I'll call you an apostle. No, they were already in place. So what they did, the Father used this to help establish his church. We are the called out ones, the ecclesias, the believers, because I think we need to open up our mouths and put more than just food in it. And talk That's about right. the Lord wherever we are. That's right. Thank you. Now, I'm going to go and take a small break, and then when I come back, I would want to uh, introduce who you are and, you know, and what your radio shows are so that, you know, the listeners may come and listen to you as well. You know, um, I I truly do believe in sharing 
you know, uh, everything that God has given me. So, please, when we get back, I would like to introduce you and you guys, you know, tell, you know, who you are as hosts yeah. on your shows. And and we will be right back, okay? Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Come on, come on, y'all. We about to get our praise on up in this piece right now. Y'all know how we do this show. Let it flow. 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 
welcome to the Lordy Miss Cardi and Company and on BTR having raising. Yes, we are weighing down on me. Lord have mercy, boy. This has been a hot topic this still evening. Is, still is. And it, yeah, it still is. I got goosebumps still all on me, Strong Tower. My goodness. I'm telling you, it has been it has been real this evening. And so we just want to say to you out there, I hope that you are enjoying this um this show this evening. Uh if you have any questions or comments, you can call in at 347-884-8684. That number again is 347-884-8684. And what if Jesus did not come when he did? Could you imagine living in the time of Moses where Moses disregarded the commands of God and was told that he could see the promised land, but he won't be going over. And as close as Aaron and Moses was to God, Moses and Aaron still was held accountable. It is good when Jesus, Yahshua, came when he did. But we all would still be walking around in the wilderness. How can you count your blessings and not be counted out in the game of life? You understand what I'm saying? And, you know, it's it's a real important thing, you know. Uh, how can you, you know, count your blessings uh, to not be counted mm. in the game of life? Repentance and forgiveness is the key, isn't it? Yes, it is. Amen. So we want to get back to our wonderful guests yes, and Lord. for them to tell us how to get else in contact with them so we can hear some more of what they have to talk on their shows and I'll be on their shows listening and yeah, put my input in too. Yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna Wendy, start with Wendy. Uh, yes. Wendy. Yes. First I'd like to ask Brother Renato if he has any books that he's written. Yeah. Let's go ahead. Did you hear me? Yes, I heard you. Praise uh-huh. you, Lord. Um, you know, you you are speaking in the prophetic. Uh-huh. Amen. Praise God, because there will be three that um, uh, you know, me and my yeah. wife that we're working on. Amen. And um, wow. I, you know, my my wife is coming out with hers first, so we're getting uh-huh. all the details we've been talking about. Ladies first. Um, um, <laughs> that's right, ladies first. Amen. Uh-huh. My brother's strong power. That's it. Um, uh-huh. It is entitled the um the Queendom Diary. And it's mm-hmm. about, um, amen, how women Wonderful. are supposed to walk like a queen in the kingdom of God. All right. Amen. All right. Being being raised in that Esther type of, uh, have that kingdom, have that queendom mentality in the mm-hmm. kingdom of God. Yes. Keeping their heads up high, you know, not mm-hmm. settling for less, but getting things yes. exceedingly, abundantly above all that they could speak or think. Amen. Mm-hmm. So, so, you know, so, so we are um, working on that as we speak. So, me and her, we've been Wonderful. talking about it. Amen. And, um, um, you know, yes, I will be having Hebraic books and things like that coming later in the year. Mm-hmm. You have so much that's in you that yeah. the God has instilled upon you, and your wisdom yeah. is uh, beyond for your youth. Because I know I'm yeah. probably old enough to be your mother. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Your wisdom is far above your years, and uh, God has allowed the Ruach HaKodesh, His Holy uh-huh. Spirit, to uh-huh. place His words upon you for this time and this season in your life, because God says that you are a person that He can trust. You don't care what anybody says, what anybody do. I'm still going to stand for the Father and do what He says, and that there's been times that you have taken rejection mm-hmm. from a part of from others, 
for standing on your own and doing what the Father yeah. tells you to do. So God's going to yeah. honor you and reward you for that because he knows yeah. that he can trust you, that if he tells you to speak to the rock, you're going to speak to it instead of hear it. That's right. Amen. And I'm, I'm going to tell you something. She is so on point because earlier today my spiritual mother spoke the same thing into my life today. Mm-hmm. Um, she, called, she called me about 15 minutes before the show, and mm-hmm. she was saying Wonderful. the same things that um, – Things are going to start shifting mm-hmm. for me. Um, yeah. Greater works yeah. and wonders are going to be um, available. I'm ready for that. She said, I can see that you're ready, and mm-hmm. God is going to use you in a mighty way, yeah. and you tell the Wonderful. truth, and you're ready to die as a martyr. And I am, mm-hmm. I am, mm-hmm. I am mm-hmm. a martyr for this gospel. Mm-hmm. Has there been any talk about you all moving out of town? Because I'm sensing something about your moving because your town is too small for you. You've outgrown it. The um the, the ministry is going to move out of town. Okay. The house, the house of mm-hmm. God moving. Okay. So, um, you know, so so you're right in that retrospect because our gospel, mm-hmm. um, the, the um not our gospel, but the Lord's gospel is being taught by me and my wife. Out of our house, mm-hmm. God is yeah. moving up in this season because we're going through a transition. Um, amen. Yeah. I, I'm glad that Sister Wendy brought this up about the Exodus because mm-hmm. we're going through Exodus right now, coming Amen yeah. out of our home, and now we're being shifted into our own building. So oh, my, so my wife, equipment and everything, and you know she's getting all these musicians and everything together. And she's been interviewing them because mm-hmm. she's getting ready for the shift. Victory mm-hmm. does preparation, so we have to prepare for victory. So you can't have victory if you don't. Yes. Amen. So, mm-hmm. so this is what we're doing, and um, so you're right. We are shifting mm-hmm. out of. Amen. We're shifting out of our home and shifting mm-hmm. into um, the house, um, the um, building in which the Lord wants us to have a school, uh, teaching the language. I think I sent you that prophetic word yesterday. Yes, you did. And the end of day. So. Mm-hmm. And, well, even in the name of our Lord and personal Savior. Amen. Reconciliation. 
what mm-hmm. is this ministry that we're supposed to teach? Uh, remember, Paul didn't say about no other ministry but the ministry of reconciliation. Mm-hmm. This is the ministry that Christ taught the disciples and what the apostles was teaching to the early church, to the early mm-hmm. ecclesia, yeah. amen, to the early cohort. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm teaching that tonight, amen. Mm-hmm. That will be on in about 10 minutes. Um, the number okay. to call um, for that, I will give them the number. The number is area code 347-884-8468. So it's almost close to um, Lottie Miss. Um, Could you give us that last, last number, please, again? Yes, um, the number is area code 347-884-8468. And I will be on in a few minutes over on that line. Thank you. Okay. Thank and you. Mother Cheryl, thank you. Well, thank, you. Um, thank you for being on the show with us. Praise the Lord for you. Yeah. Prayers are up for you. Brother thank Wade, you. Yeah. and I you. am all put in mm. for teaching. I'm yeah. ready. Amen. And Mother Cheryl, thank you also. Tell the people where that they can find you. At uh, sharehiswordforever.co, not .com, .co. You also can go to about.me slash Cheryl Cook, and it'll take you to my website and to the blogs that I have written. Wow. All right, and, uh, wonderful. Thank you. Find all the information there. Now, and to the hearers out there, you know where you can find me, right here <laughs> on Blog Talk Radio. You can Google me, Lottie Miss Clardy, yeah. and you'll find anything and everything mm-hmm. on the Google, yeah. okay? Mm-hmm. So I am just pleased and blessed by the Lord to be yeah. able to come forth to bring a message and with all Wonderful. of the help that you have heard tonight. Wonderful. And I just want to say thank you for listening to us. We'll be back you know, in two weeks with Strong mm-hmm. Tower because Strong Tower is going to start his little mini-series called Strong Tower's Art Hour. Yes. Okay? Yes. So be tuned in to ready to hear from him. Yes, because he's going to talk about his art and he's mm-hmm. going to use sports and a little bit of the Lord along with it. Yes, so he's good. going to be also uh, airing here about two Wednesdays from now. Thank you. Okay, and so I'm hoping that you all will be, you know, ears on to hear what he has to say about his art, and I hope that you like the the um, the images that I will put up that's dealing with his art because he makes all sorts of things, canes, uh, Kobe Bryant canes, all kinds of stuff. So we want to share those things with you as well. And so we want to thank all of you for being on yes, the show God this evening. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Brother Thank you Wade. So Thank you, mm-hmm. Cheryl Cook, Amen. for being on the show. Mm-hmm. And we will be on your show listening, Brother right. Wade. Yeah, let's All get right. out there. We can
Let me know that you understand 